Good afternoon, this is uh, Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. It's the 9th of November and I'm now going to run through the key developments of last week and also our views going forward. Well, to be honest, it's been quite a week. Um, equity markets, as of close of Friday, were up some 7% or so from the previous week. Previous week, if you remember, markets were down 5%, so they more than reversed the decline of the previous week. And today we've got markets up another 5% or so. Um, and today's move, part of it is down to the uh, Biden factor, as it were, and part of it, or the most recent move, is down to the latest news on vaccines. Anyway, starting first with the election. Um, what drove the sharp bounce in markets last week? Well, in a way, you could say it's a bit of a surprise that markets are up so much, just because you know, what have we got? We've got a Biden win. What did the markets think was going to happen going into the election? A Biden win. He was the clear favourite. So why have markets got up? Well, I think part of it is that even if Biden was the firm favourite, clearly there was an outside chance that um, we would end up with a very close result, which was going to be disputed. Um, we've certainly got a dispute, but I think the key thing here is that um, Biden's size of um, win is sufficient that, as it were, even if there's a recount of some of the votes, is not going to change the result. And also in terms of Trump's legal challenges, um, I haven't really heard of anyone thinking they've got half a chance. So it does look like we are um, seeing a Biden victory which will be upheld. Um, the bigger surprise really was not so much that uh, Biden won, it was the fact that um, we did not, or the Democrats did not get a clean sweep of Congress. And essentially what happened was that um, the Democrats retained the House of Representatives, but with a smaller majority. But it looks like the, the Republicans have retained control of the Senate. Actually, we've got a rerun of one of the state um, elections for the Senate, Georgia, on the 5th of January. So this won't be entirely clear until then. But it does look like um, that the Senate remains in the control of the Republicans. And if that happens, that means you've got a divided government. And crucially, what it means is um, Biden will not be able to implement half of the policies he wants to. Um, I mean, Biden's policies at the end of the day have always been sort of a mixture of good and bad as far as the markets are concerned. Um, on the good side... Um, he was planning a large fiscal stimulus, um, big spending on infrastructure. On the bad side, um, he was also planning tax rises um, and also a whole lot more regulation on sectors such as technology. Um, and all of this hasn't completely gone out of the window, but it's going to be very, very watered down if the Republicans manage to retain control of the Senate. Um, so that's where we are. Um, and in terms of which sectors um, led the gains last week, actually it was a technology sector, for the reason I just mentioned, I, it reduces the threat of um, a regulatory crackdown, and also the healthcare sector. So where do we go from here? Well, I think at these kind of, kind of times, it's best to sort of step back a little and remember that at the end of the day, what does drive markets? It's the economy. So what's the prospect for the economy over coming months? Well, the economy has actually held up um, better than people expected, um, or it's actually recovered faster than people expected. It's probably a better way of putting it um, so far. 
And we had sort of further confirmation of this uh, last week in the States. We had good uh, manufacturing, um, purchasing manager index numbers, further gain in the employment and all the rest of it. The problem going forward, or the problem at least for the next few weeks or months, is that infections continue to climb in the States. Um, and also, they actually, they continue to climb in Europe. And the one place where they have actually leveled off a bit is the UK. And I think what this does mean is that the um, US could, to probably to a lesser extent, uh, face some of the problems which Europe and the UK are now running into. Um, and obviously, the problem that um, the UK and Europe have got is that we've got renewed lockdowns, um, and this is going to have an impact on economic activity. And uh, we've seen this in the latest forecast from the Bank of England. They're now going for a double dip in the economy in the fourth quarter. Um, I mean, the government does realise um, that you know, this is happening and we have seen measures, you know, substantial measures actually taken last week to try and limit the hit to the economy. So we saw the furlough scheme um, reintroduced um, and actually extended to March, further hope for the self-employed. And also we had the Bank of England expand its uh, quantitative easing programme um, by a tune of over 150 billion. So action is being taken but still, at the end of the day, you are looking at a double dip. And the risk is that um, the states also sees a hit to growth as um, these, the latest surge in infections in the states forces increased social distancing measures. Um, well, the good news here clearly is the news we've had in the last couple of hours that um, Pfizer's vaccine um, is effective in preventing um, some 90% of people from getting the infection. And that's clearly great news. Um, it's a major step forward. But I don't think you think, I don't think you should think that it is a silver bullet, which means we sort of suddenly magically return to normal. Um, the fact of the matter is that it is going to take time for this vaccine to be rolled out. It's questionable still how um, long any immunity will last for. And it's also questionable about how many people will actually take up this vaccine. Um, and finally, you know, just in terms of pure logistics, it's not going to be an easy thing to do. And it has to be said, this vaccine actually needs to be stored at ultra-cold ultra, ultra temperatures, which will just sort of increase the logistical problems. So definitely you know, a step in the right direction. Definitely, I think what it means is sort of looking into the new year. It means it's all the more likely that we will see vaccines start to be rolled out. And I think what that means is even though sort of the likes of the UK, Europe and the US um, are going to see their, you know, see challenging times for their economy over the next sort of couple of months or so, into the new year, these economies should, as it were, resume their upward trend, resume the recovery path. And that's good news. Um, no denying about it. Um, in terms of what all this means for markets, well, on the back of sort of today's gains, actually equity markets are now up sort of um, as much as 12% or so in the space of little more than a week. Um, valuations are at 20-year highs. So I think you have to say that um, markets are pretty much pricing in sort of uh, pretty much all the good news at the moment from these kind of levels. And it's hard to see them making much further progress. Um, into the new year, I think it's um, a different kettle of fish um, because, as it were, the recovery path should have been sort of re-established for the likes of Europe, UK and the US. But short term at least, these markets have come a long way. And 
even if Biden's good news, you shouldn't forget that actually he is not going to be inaugurated until January the 20th. And in the meantime, we have still got Trump in office and potentially causing a bit of havoc. So on that news, on I will um, hand over and com- continue next week. Thank you. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice. And please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future. And there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.